Welcome to the Swine Health Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine health research digested for you. Swine Health Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Beringer Ingelheim through innovative solutions, cutting-edge research, and world-class experts. Beringer Ingelheim helps producers operate with complete confidence. Learn more at swineresource.com. United Animal Health, scientifically better. Learn more at unitedamh.com. Get your full value from start to finish with Ilanco. At JBI, we apply biosecurity innovation and expertise to keep your operations safe. Elbiotics, the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. My name's Dr. Clayton Johnson, and I'm the host for the Swine Health Black Belt Podcast. Joining me in our podcast studios this week is Dr. Jian Chung. Uh, Dr. Chung is a professor and virologist at Iowa State University Veterinary Diagnostic Lab. Uh, you may know uh, Dr. Zhang from his uh, probably more well-known uh, nickname, JQ. And uh, to save me the embarrassment of, of mispronouncing his name over and over again, uh, JQ, if it's okay with you, I will just refer to you as Dr. JQ for the rest of the podcast. How's that? Certainly. No problem. Well, uh, JQ, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for quite a, quite a few years now, and you've helped me with a lot of complicated purse cases, but there may be some folks out there that haven't had the pleasure of meeting you before. Would you please give the audience a bit of an introduction? Sure. Uh, my name is uh, Jian Zhang Zhang. As uh, Clayton said, my colleagues generally just call me Dr. JQ Zhang. So my background is a little different. I do not have a DVM degree. But I graduated from, you know, Beijing Medical University and School of Public Health, majoring in preventive medicine. And then, you know, I got uh, my master's degree from China CDC. Then I came to the U.S. for my Ph.D. Actually, my Ph.D. degree is um, uh, equine viruses, equine arthritis virus from University of Kentucky. Then in 2010, I joined the Iowa State University Veterinary Diagnostic Lab. Then I switched to swine viruses. So that's about my education background. Very good. Well, we're here to talk about swine viruses and PERS virus in particular. I understand, uh, JQ, that you and your, and your friends at the Diagnostic Lab have been doing some work on PERS virus isolation evaluating the efficacy of different cell types to isolate PERS virus. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about what your research is there and what you're learning? Of course, today you asked me to specifically talk about uh, PERS virus isolation. So we know that um, while we do the testing, veterinarians submit the samples for PERS testing, we generally run PERS screening PCR first. If it's a negative we stop there. If it's a positive, sometimes veterinarians request uh, offer five sequencing. If they find out that it's a pretty unique or interesting virus strain, they sometimes they request uh, post-virus isolation to get uh, isolated for alternative vaccine production or for you know the further investigation like uh, the pixel study for pathogenesis study or even to do some strain-specific neutralization test. So all of this, you know, we need to do the isolation. For PERS isolation, most of the lab have been using the cell line called Macron 45 cells for PERS VI. 
However, the success rate is、uh, frustratingly low. You know, that's why some labs have been using porcine alveolar macrophages, we call the PEM cells. So then have the better success rate. However, the PEM cells is the primary、uh, cells you need to make the cells from the pig, you know, tissues.、Uh, you know, also there could be the batch to batch variations.、Uh, so basically, the quality checking part is a challenge. So that's why not many labs have been routinely use the PEM cells. So after the ZMAC cell line, this is the、uh, one cell line derived from PEM cells. After ZMAC cells,、uh, cell line became available. We wanted to compare if this、uh, ZMAC cell line will improve perspiration isolation compared to Mark Thirty Five cells. So that's why the first project we did it while my、uh, graduate student did that.、Uh, we Select the clinical samples, including blood samples, serum samples, oral fluid samples, processing fluid samples, and we compared the PROSVI in two cell line, Mark Forty Five and the Mac cells. You know, so the first finding is、uh, kind of interesting. We all know that oral fluid and processing fluid have been widely used for surveillance testing. Excellent, okay, for PCR testing. Sometimes even for antibody testing, great. However, back to PROSVI, we do not have a good success rate to isolate PROS from oral fluid and processing fluid samples, no matter which cell line you have been using. So that's why the first message I want to deliver to to you and the audience is that about the specimen type for PROSVI. So oral fluid and processing fluid are not the top choices. Actually, the lung sample and the serum samples are top two、uh, choices for PROSVI. So back to lung and serum samples. So when we、uh, compare the several situations, number one, you just have this PROS one, you know, European strain. Number two, you have both the PROS one and PROS two strains. Number three is just have the PROS two, you know, North American strain in the clinical samples. We compared the PROS VI in two cell lines, you know. So for specifically, we focus on serum and the lung samples. Okay, so no matter the those of which situation, the PROS one alone, PROS two alone, or co-infection, they make cells always give the better success rate to isolate the PROS. Compared to Mark Forty Five cells, so this is the second, you know, point I wanted to make it. You know, the third point is about the CT values. You know, so we also compared the PROSVI in this、uh, serum and lung samples with the different CT values. As you know, CT lower, you have a high concentration. You know, so basically, we recommend to. Attempt the pros virus isolation in serum and lung samples with a CT less than thirty, because once you have that、uh, samples with a CT over thirty, even using ZMAC cells, the success rate is still very low. So for cost effectiveness,、uh, we recommend、uh, lung samples and serum samples for PROSVI. Okay, this is the third point I wanted to <laughs> make you aware of that. Uh, the next point is、uh, 
about the lineage, you know, you as you know for the awful five best genetic lineages. Nowadays in US mainly the lineage one, lineage five and lineage eight are circulating in the US in, in recent years. Of course, for the lineage 5, most of those detected lineage 5 sequences are actually the BI, you know, NGLVAC, MLV vaccine-like viruses. So then we compared the PROS-VI success rate in two cell lines, you know, analyzed about the lineages. So we found out that for lineage 1 and lineage 8, we have the better success rate, VI success rate in the max cells compared to monk 45. But for the Ninja 5, the PILV vaccine-like uh, samples, uh, the success rate uh, are similar in Mark 25 and the Max cells. Okay, so this is the, um, maybe, I don't remember, the, this may be number four point. <laughs> and then uh, another, you know, point is uh, people are curious uh, whether the isolate obtained in ZMAC cells uh, will grow in Mark 45 cells or not. Because, you know, some autonomous vaccine companies, they still use uh, Mark 45 in their production line. So sometimes if we forward the ZMAC cell isolate to them, they say, sorry, we cannot use this. No. So we also, you know, investigated that we select 82, you know, uh, ZMAC isolate, uh, we test if it grow in Mark 55 cells or not. We find out that roughly 57% of ZMAC isolate grow in Mark 55 isolate, uh, cells, but around uh, 43% of ZMAC isolate did not grow in Mark 55 cells. So that is, um, yeah, it's uh, at least uh, some you know, message we need to be aware of that because um, some alternative vaccine companies may not be able to use that. So that's why uh, currently uh, some clients request us to adapt the MAC isolate to grow in Mark 45 cells before forward them to isolate to the alternative vaccine company. So this is um, the first project related to Torpose VI, you know. United Animal Health has been innovating nutrition that feeds the animals that feed the world since 1956. Now a multinational ag biosciences company, we help people impact the health of their animals with less labor, less variation, less drag, less challenge, and less natural resources. Learn more at unitedanh.com. Lasonia infection poses a major threat to pig gut health negatively impacting performance and the ability to fend off other pathogens. Fight Lasonia at the site of infection with Enterosol ileitis from Behringer Ingelheim, a convenient oral vaccine that stimulates a direct immune response. Talk to your Behringer Ingelheim representative to learn more. Thank you, Dr. Young. I uh, really appreciate you coming on to the show and helping to educate us on the importance of PERS virus isolation as well as what you're seeing when we compare the historical Mark cell lines to some of the maybe not as easy to use cell lines like the pulmonary alveolar macrophages and some cell lines that look pretty promising to help us isolate more viruses, particularly relevant viruses in our clinical samples, the ZMAX cell lines. We're going to close that up for part one of this two-part series with Dr. JQ, uh, and we hope that you come back and join us for part two next week. Dr. Young will talk to us a little bit 
about uh, what he finds when he actually sequences the successful viruses he's the isolating off of his various cell lines. And a uh, little little teaser in here, sometimes it's a surprise what virus he happens to find in those clinical samples. It may not match perfectly the sequence he was expecting. So please come back and join us for part two next week. For Dr. J.Q. Young, uh, I want to thank you uh, all for coming on and joining us uh, at the Swine Health Black Belt Podcast. If you haven't visited our website, please go visit us at swinehealthblackbelt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on our follow-up episode next week. Thank you very much for joining us for part one. Look forward to seeing you next week. Hey, everyone. We're always searching for the latest and greatest research to share each week. If you have a swine health-related research trial and would like to come on the show to talk about it with me and share it with our audience, feel free to send an email to healthblackbelt at swineit.com, and we would love to take a look at your research.